the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Happy Saturday, everybody, and good morning. Saturday, 21 January, 2023. Good old 710 KNUS on Radio Morning and 710 KNUS Weather Center. Weather going to be, it says, I almost said sunny, mostly cloudy and 30. Tomorrow, Sunday, it's going to be snow by evening and 32. And Monday, 28 degrees. Um, this has been a really good morning, and the guys are in studio and it's been the end of uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. And we're doing a radio morning. It's sort of worked out that way. And then coming up in the next hour, the book, Don't Bump the Record, Kid, My Adventures with Mark and Brian. And Mark and Brian, this legendary duo radio show, and Mark's written a book. I, uh, In fairness, I have not read it. We're hoping I get it sent to me. But we'll do another show with him after we do today, and then we'll do them on, um, on, on the other side, on the television side, on the YouTube show. So there we go. So for 30 years in Denver, off and on, many different places, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited existed as a radio show, and then it went off the air, and it was here at 710 KNUS, and it was the show that I was always ran out to the truck and got in, listened to their open, because the guys always did a calendar when they opened the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, I have been a fan for, for forever, and uh, Scott and Dave are here, and... Uh, I found out they were also motorcyclists, which I never knew. I never knew you were a biker. So oh, yeah. that's cool stuff, too. But let us begin. So be Wild Birds, what was the radio station? Where was where was it the first one you worked? First one, you know, the uh, first time I had practiced dentistry for 11 years. Sold my practice. Uh, we were looking for something to do before I sold my practice. And we realized we were interested in Wild Birds and bird watching. And bird feeding, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife and I uh, ran across Wild Birds Unlimited, and I thought, hey, birds don't have teeth. This is great. <laughs> so uh, it started with uh, 1989 with uh, a Denver store, which was the first store west of the Mississippi, or west of Kansas City in wow. the U.S. They didn't think we'd feed birds because we don't have cardinals here. But, uh, you know, headquarters, Indiana. Yeah. And so uh, I had started sending out little things. I, I like to listen to radio. Our parents listen to radio. So we're talking Joe about that. and yeah. others. Oh. Yeah. Eek. And so. Eek. And <laughs> Alan Bird. Maybe. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we, I loved listening to radio. And so I sent, started sending little flyers around and things about different bird things and sent one about bats before Halloween. And Gus Merkus and the gang had me guy. on early in the morning, did KOA. an interview. Of, yeah, about wow. uh, bats. And then and then um, uh, Pat Wagner had oh, sure. a uh, Colorado Almanac I, and a business almanac. I actually, Pat, of course, and Gus I worked with. And my favorite, this is my favorite Gus story. I'm a young kid coming into the business, and Gus is the program director at Cat Radio, KWAT, the ah. big big cat of the Rockies. Ed Green, weather guy, Ed Green's working right. there. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm, you know, finding my way, and Gus takes me to um, a little restaurant on Colfax, and he said, do you ever – and I, I, I – first of all, I, there's nobody better than Gus. He said, um, do you ever notice when you – this is about Thanksgiving. He said, do you ever notice when you turn the radio on – 
on Christmas and on New Year's, there's somebody there. And I went, well, yeah. And he said, well, this year it's you. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, and, and Gus was that tough, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pat had come to the store, sure. and she liked the looks of the store, you know, doing the business almanac. And and uh, so uh, uh, she invited me on on a Sunday, which was the Colorado Almanac, to talk about birds, bird feeding, bird watching. And then she invited me on the business almanac to talk about running a small business oh, wow. and running a franchise business. So I got started with that, but the first time on the radio, in studio, I was so nervous. I uh, When I finished it, I knocked over the coffee of the uh, technical producer. And I didn't short out anything. Went home, had such a horrible adrenaline headache, I had to lie down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... So, uh, but uh, I like doing it. And so uh, David joined uh, in 1992, mm -hmm. and we started uh, working with John and Jerry Creddy. And I, I knew the Creddy's Up in the well. Martishang yeah. Plaza, top floor. Al Martishang. Yeah. yeah, that's. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. <Yeah. laughs> Do you say Ouch to do that one, too? Yeah, the, the uh, uh, accoutrement weren't, weren't as luxurious no. as, as this as, No, this splendid, yes. yes. So, Dave, what were you doing before you guys hooked to do that? Well, I started out as a teacher, and uh, and uh, I was also counseling kids up in Sheridan, Wyoming, mm. uh, socially and emotionally disturbed kids. And uh, well, that works for radio. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I think we get into psychology to figure out yes. what the heck our problems oh. are. Uh, I haven't figured mine out yet, but uh, but no, I, I did that for a while, and then uh, I got into uh, sales uh, in the electronics industry, represented Pioneer and wow. Sharp and all sorts of people, and then. Uh, and then uh, uh, kind of wanted to, Kathy and I wanted to get back home to Denver. We were out in Chicago mm -hmm. and wanted to get back home to Denver. So uh, saw how much fun Scott was having, oh. Scott and Sandy were having with Wild Birds Unlimited. So opened my franchise in Arvada in 92. And uh, yeah, the rest is uh, what's happened. So when I'm, so filling the other end of this, um, Scott and Dave Minow, the guys who, of course, did bird talk forever. And now it's come to some kind of a conclusion. You've sold. You sold out. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we built the stores, and, uh, you know, we, we enjoyed every day of it. I mean, well, not every day, but almost yeah. every day. Uh, it was just wonderful dealing with people who have like interests yeah. every day and uh, having them come in and tell us how wonderful we are because we brought this beauty into their world. Yeah. And you know they're they're bringing it to us every yeah. day, so it was it was great. But you know we uh, we did it for thirty years, and uh, and we decided it was a good time to sell mm -hmm. and to move on. And uh, and we sold to Dean and Tina Seifert, who owned the uh, Denver and the Arvada, and now the Highlands Ranch stores. And uh, they're just doing a great job with the stores. We we wouldn't have liked selling yeah. them to. You told anybody. me off air that they're good guys. Yeah, that, that yeah. Really oh yeah, so well. yeah. yeah. So that's going good well. people. Yeah. But in the meantime, Scott and I are fly fishing and doing a little scuba diving and, and See. Uh, riding the motorcycles and, yeah. and doing all the things. That, you know, getting to do all those things on Saturdays huh. that we didn't get to do before. Well, so catching up on reading. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's. So I'm, much I wanted well, to read and yeah. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I need to learn how to read one of these days. It'll help. So I'll teach you. I just listened to Peter. He can yeah, tell sure, me whatever sure. happened in any book go read that's this. ever been written. Yeah, go, yeah. Re go read that. It's going to be 30 for a high today, and wild, everybody can sing the jingle. Wild Birds Unlimited. Everybody can, I mean, I, I, I tell you what. We'd wrap this puppy up, and even on Saturdays, um, I you know usually come out of the gym and Wild Birds would be on, and I listened. I was like a fan. 
and you guys were um, you knew and you know like you can blow smoke by a couple of people but not everybody but you knew when certain kinds of birds were showing up and when they were leaving and where they were going and I was just fascinated by that. Now that that comes from work. I mean, you guys have to. Did you? Were you when you were little kids? Did were you this way as well? Well, yeah, it, our uh, parents my, and my dad especially. He always uh, he loved Colorado. He was stationed out here uh, during World War II, mm-hmm. and then uh, when the opportunity came to move from Ohio, working at Goodyear Rubber to Gates in Denver, Akron. Yes, Akron. Tire Town. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Cuyahoga yeah. Falls. We, yeah. we had a job offer one time, Bob Lee and I, and a guy called from Akron. They wanted us to go to Cleveland to make a stop in Akron and then, you know, do a year in Akron and move to Cleveland. Right. And I'm talking to a guy in the air, and, or not on air, we're a private phone call. The guy said, so where'd you grow up, Peter? I said, Pittsburgh. He said, you'll love Akron. <laughs> tar town boy but dad would make us stop and notice nature whether it was yeah. a tree or a sunrise or a bird he yeah. wasn't a bird watcher but he made us appreciate nature. you talk a lot of, you talk well about him oh yeah, yeah. scouts uh yeah. through that and then i took a uh, class in uh at cu boulder and it was a uh, it was a uh, an ecology class, probably one of the first there were. And the professor was a taxonomist, so a third mm. of the class was taxonomy of bugs. Third of the class was ecology. Third of the class was taxonomy of birds. Wow. Really got into bird watching. My wife, who I had uh, dated since high school, she was uh, a fiancé then. She'd come up and we'd go birding ah. in Boulder. And so, uh, you know, we got into it, but my path was... Dentistry. Yeah. So, where'd you go to? Where'd you go to dental school? Uh, CU. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When it was over. Yeah. Here, not there. Out there. Yes. <laughs> he started at Northwestern, and they realized they had made a mistake, and, and so they. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I meant CU realized that, so they brought him back right. to CU. Yeah. I, the landlord said, uh, "Well, uh, Chicago's the armpit of the country, but you can make money here." Oh, that's. <laughs> Isn't that true? And I thought armpit or Denver. Let's see. <laughs> the, the bird, the bird, and these guys are first of all they're friends. They've always been great friends, and now they've come to the end of Wild Birds. And Scott and Dave Minow are here, so I'm thinking last night I'm trying to you know sketch out the show. And one of the things I've never asked you guys, and not that you've ever seen it, but did you ever read Daphne du Maurier's The Birds? I've seen it, but We've I never seen, read it. Okay. And you know the thing about that movie, we'd have people, and they'd bring up that. They'd bring up the birds. Yeah. They'd say, oh, Wild Birds Unlimited. No. Did you see that movie, The yeah. Birds? Oh, yeah. that's so creepy. And I said, you know, I know what you're talking about because it, whenever I go by a salad bar, I think of the attack of the killer tomatoes. <laughs> that's right. Remember that movie? <laughs> no, it could not happen, but she, the, she's a French writer. and She wrote right. that. People think Hitchcock did it, but yeah, it was so. this this very bizarre woman who I got into reading but uh, in the end of it and in the end of the film in when they're walking to the I think it's an Aston Martin and the little girl and the mother and Tippy Hedren and they get in they drive cautiously through the birds so there really isn't an ending I mean it's and then in de Maurier's uh, story or book uh, the birds they're in uh, Europe it takes place in Europe and um, the last light on is a radio station and it goes out is that right? That's it. I'll be darned. Yeah, so they're broadcasting from like Scotland or something. I forget, but and they're still on the air in Europe. And then 
They're not on the air anymore. Wow. And that's how the, the book ends. Kind of the opposite of Silent Spring. Which has turned out to be maybe not so true, that Rachel Carlson kind of hoodwinked everybody with Silent Spring. Do you believe that? I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah. You know, when you look I think at she, that. her book may have resulted in a lot of deaths yeah, from I agree. malaria. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, um, she hoodwinked That's a lot true. of people with Silent Spring, and that was a required reading. You must read Rachel Carlson, and then some guys like you came along and said, no, it's not, it's not legit. Yeah, birds in urban areas are, mm-hmm. are thriving. There's more populations and more different species yeah. of birds in urban areas now than there ever was before. Mostly suburban, especially no. urban suburban. And suburban. Urban yeah. and suburban, yeah. then in the yeah. wild. She yeah. blamed DDT for all these terrible things, yeah. and, and it wasn't true. It was misuse of DDT, yeah, not use. Yeah, but no, but the right. thing is, most farmers don't misuse DDT because no. they got a bottom line they have to meet. Oh, do you do you get a sense and uh, that kids that live in agrarian America or farmers, ranchers, are a hell of a lot more ahead when it comes to nature than some greenie that's, you know. Absolutely. T- yeah. Talk about that. Well, yeah. without a doubt. I mean, these people are the, you know, the, the bulwarks of conservation. Yeah. Uh, they know how to make the land produce, mm. and they know how to do it efficiently and and really safely. Uh, but uh, the greenies, uh, they're just so involved in pseudoscience. Yeah. You know, I agree. they want to go with the silent science of, silent of song bites. Yeah. Yeah. Ra- it's or a religion. Sound bites yeah. rather it's than religion. Oh, absolute rather than, is a religion. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've always been scientists. We always go to the science. Oh. And uh, so <laughs> it's just it's it's so frustrating to listen to people talking oh. about the benefits of wind energy and solar energy and and you know, you could cover Colorado with solar panels and couldn't power Denver. I agree. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know I agree. It's like I have a running gag. You know how you can tell a Tesla driver? Huh. Don't don't worry. He'll tell you. <laughs> That's right. You guys want to take calls? You guys want to take calls? Sure. All right. sure. All right, we go to George. George, on a radio show. The Minnows are here. Scott and Dave, good morning. Good morning. Uh, this is for David Minnow. Yes. I have a question. I don't know if you're the same person. Did you go to Kuntzmiller Junior High? I went to uh, Dowell Elementary, Kuntzmiller Junior High, and Lincoln High School. I didn't go to Lincoln quite as much. I spent most of my high school years at Red Rocks, uh, but uh, yeah. And not that, that's not Red Rocks Community College. No, that was, that was <laughs> Red Rocks with my buddies, smoking pot. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, David Stapleton? Yeah, Dave Stapleton. Yeah, he and I were best buddies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, you may not remember this. We used to go, uh, we went to a camping trip at uh, Buffalo Creek a uh-huh. couple times. Yeah, had uh, BB gun fights. My kind of guy right away. <laughs> I'm the one who shot you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's George. Still, that still acts up every once in a while. I get uh, you know that's if I if I may, BB gun fights were they were part of a of a childhood. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. pop bottle rocket fights. Oh yeah, I remember like in the summer, and my father um, would break BB guns when he found them, oh. and I, I would <laughs> hustle some. And I was I was the kid that had the BB gun. I was read about the lever action BBs or the pump BBs. On the one that had, you grabbed the top of the stock and the barrel and you cocked oh, yeah. it that break way. It, yeah. They were real cheap. They were break. like eight yeah. bucks or something. Oh, yeah. And he found it. He'd break it over the telephone pole because <laughs> I was always. But, in the, you know, here you're in the summer, you're putting on four or five extra pairs of Levi's. What are you doing? 
Nothing, Mom. Putting on a jacket. <laughs> putting on a warm hat. What are you doing? Picking right. up the garbage can lid. Where are you going? We're going to BB gun fights. Yeah. Yeah. Put unlike, your eye. That was real. Unlike oh, yeah. paintball, you could oh. deny that you got hit. That's right. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Nobody, a, wait a minute. Come back to this caller. George, you're a BB gun fight boy? Oh, yeah. I used to get up on the rocks and... Uh, yeah. See? David with BB guns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. George, it, Creek. tell me your last name, if you don't mind saying it on the air. Uh, Lewis. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. All right, let me let me check as we go around the horn. George, uh, the caller, what kind of a BB gun did you have? Well, it wasn't mine. I, uh, David... Uh, oh, sure. David, uh, David Minow brought it. Yeah, I gave you that one that wasn't very powerful. What <laughs> yeah. what kind of a BB gun did you have? It, it, I actually had a BB handgun. Ooh, no. Yeah. Ooh. And, uh, of course, it was probably a Crossman or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had a Daisy pump. You had a pump? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. So what's a Stapleton gun? Stapleton? I, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Uh, what is uh, the other David doing? Dave Stapleton, you know, I haven't talked to him for... He's, I, he's I, been mad at you since you shot him with a BB gun. That's right. And I did. I, I caught him about uh, yeah. half an oh, inch man. from his eye, too. Uh, that's but, the beauty uh, of a BB gun yeah, fight. You know, I don't know. You know, I, I haven't ever gone to a high school reunion or anything because uh, uh, they don't invite me to yeah. those. Uh, you know, his, uh, his sister was the first girl I ever kissed. Well, let's let that out on the air. Or she kissed me, actually. Ooh. I was six years old. But. I asked these guys. Here, this is for real. I, so and I it had to, to do we're, with birds. We're, I'm sure it did. <laughs> and bees. We were, we were talking. Say it again, George. I'm sorry. David, do you remember Nolan? Nolan Nix, yeah. Now, I've seen Nolan. He's, he's come into the store a few times. You know, the, I, I hate that guy because he doesn't get any older. I mean, the, the guy looks like he did in high school. It's just disgusting. I got a break. Everybody hang on. Thanks to the caller. Uh, we have two. We have, believe it or not, we have two. We have lines are jammed. And your BB, you had a, you had a handheld BB gun. Yeah, yeah. They had those ones that were like... It would accidentally go off. You know, it was the Alec, you, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin of guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and you had a you had a pump gun. I still do. I, I still yeah. have the same BB gun I had uh, back when I was 14, 15. I have. It's a 177, and it's real old. Oh, yeah. And remember those? And you yeah. could jack them up. Yeah. And, um, those are I, get about as powerful as a twenty two. Well, they shoot a thing oh, that yeah. looks like, a, like an hourglass. Yeah, I've got oh, one yeah. of those. Do yeah. you? I have one. Yeah. I, mean, I've, I mean, I haven't... This yeah. is... A, you know, you oh. pump it on the side. Well, there's one you could, yeah, you could yeah, up we'll, the pressure. We'll have to go huh? have a BB gun more sometime. Well, you know, <laughs> why are you taking that garbage can lid with you? Uh, <laughs> with a shield. <laughs> yeah. you know, and hit some other kid and he got mad or start charging you, you know. Like, no, and bows and arrows and slingshots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have, did you ever have, ever have a, a whammo? The oh, ones yeah, wrist rockets. Oh, yeah. Wrist rockets. Yeah, yeah. These are guys. Dirt clawed fights. Dirt Even better. Dirt clawed fights were yeah. great. Even better. Oh, yeah. Now, all of that's now highly illegal, and I'm sure people go to prison for oh, yeah. it. But yeah, Homeland Security. I hope my kids yeah. never did this. No, <laughs> I, you know, actually, I don't know if my kids ever did. But you know, they were like peaceful, nice human beings. But yeah. we would, I mean, BB gun fights and having, um, and all the time when the weather turned for springtime, skirt guns. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Do you have yeah. skirt guns? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah and, we didn't have those fancy uh, super, uh, super No, no, no. Those are cool. Now, you water, could sit. Water balloon fights. Sit, yeah. How about yeah. s- sitting in a cafeteria and having one of those and just keep squirting the kid in the crotch across under the table? <laughs> and he stood up, looked like he whizzed himself. 
That was like an old, well, I mean, any of that kind of stuff. And that yeah. was like, you're, you're fair game. Yeah. Right, you're on. I actually, I actually proposed to my wife during a water balloon fight. Yeah. Even I, better. Yeah. Well, I, I had hid water balloons strategically so I could make sure that I had her uh, being sort of uh, supplicant to me so that I, she would say yes when I asked yeah, her. Yeah, well, getting to yes. Yeah, yeah, I started dating my wife by throwing her in Bear Creek. You know, you guys. <laughs> Kill those microphones. I got to read something. Um, lines are jammed. The minnows are here. And there is going to be no more birds unlimited. And Wild Birds is my show. Mark Thompson coming up. Ski season is. Do you guys ski? By the way, I should have asked. Do you guys ski? Are you going? No, I'm, I'm snowshoeing these days. Not not skiing, but snowshoeing. Snow. Okay. Is the snow is spectacular? I skied last Monday in Winter Park, and it's as good as ever. And visit Larson Ski and Sport and get all your new gear for the season. You're ready to get out there and have some fun. Cross-country skiing and snowboards and rockers and side cuts and anything you want. Take it from me. If you've got any ski or snowboard equipment you need, go to Larson Ski and Sport. You're looking for, for a day or season rental and crab apple fight, somebody just said. Oh, well, of course, put that check that box. Um, if you're looking for day or season rental, Larson's got some new rentals available. If you're looking for new ski boots, and I watched them um, – Alan Sammy owns Machine Gun Tours, brought his girlfriend over, and John Marriott and those guys. And I watched them fit boots. And as much as I love skiing, I learned, like, a whole bunch of stuff about that. Larson's is the best fitting process in Colorado. John Marriott, Paul and the guys, Larson Ski and Sport, take the time to get to know you, your family, match you up with all the right equipment, all the right brands, have your time on the hill. If you're coming home, coming down I-70, and something's happened to some equipment, you need to repair, get off on the Kipling exit. Just go go south, go right you see the, the Crab Shack, right next to the Crab Shack. You'll see Lar- big box store seven days a week, Larson Ski and Sport, south of I-70 on Kipling. John and the Larson guys are absolutely the best. Larson Ski and Sport, seven days a week, south of I-70 on Kipling, 303-423-0654, or the web is larsonsport.com. We have full lines. Good morning, everyone. 28 minutes after 10, 1028 on a Saturday, cloudy and 30. Tomorrow's sunny. Why'd I do that? Sunday, tomorrow, snow by evening and 32, and Back on Monday, the Almond Brothers in the background, the Minnows are here. Then coming up, we will go to California for the first in the series, Don't Bump the Record, Kid, My Adventures with Mark and Brian. I'm Peter Boyles, 710 KNUS. Good morning and thank you. And our friends, law offices of Danny Kaplis. And um, Dan really is, I mean, is a, just a good, good man. And the, apparently the first attorney in the history of Colorado to win five straight multi-million dollar jury verdicts in motor vehicle crash cases. Danny and his partners, the former guy, a lot of former DAs, hard workers, and they do it right. I mentioned our family went to through something, and Capitalist was there. Truly, truly was there. Highly successful firm. Great lineup includes six former DAs who now use that tremendous courtroom experience to help survivors of serious crashes. Danny believes it's true. Talk's cheap. Experience counts. Results matter. The firm could be happy and will be happy. All you got to do is call them. you got a problem. You think you want an answer of something, Dan and those guys would be most straight with you. 303-907-5003. The firm believes that its core values, the foundation of historic success and faith, integrity, hard work, and dedication to righteous causes. He's my friend. He could be yours. If you need the man, you need the man. Dan Kaplis for help. 303-907-5003. On the web, it's C-A-P-L-I-S, Dan Kaplis Law, C-A-P-L-I-S, DanKaplisLaw.com. The Minnows are here. Uh, Scott and Dave Minnow, there has been the final uh, Bird Talk show. And we're talking, I used to work for these guys. I, I spoke for them on, on the radio. 
and and I had forgotten about this. And I think I think it was Roseanne Barr that was actually with me. And well, tell the story. I mean, you guys were like, it was, it was we were in the day. Yeah, we were. Uh, we uh, asked you if you would promote the store, yeah. and uh, and then uh, you had a comedian, a comedian or comedian, I guess it is these days, in the uh, in the studio with you, and you were talking about all the different seeds that different mm-hmm. birds eat, and, and Roseanne <laughs> came on and goes, "Yeah, they got." They got pot seeds for the little doper birds that come in. <laughs> I remember that too. Oh. We had a lot of comments on that. Yes, yeah, yes, we, yes did. we did. A lot of customer comments. <laughs> What's the most trouble you ever got in? Oh my! I think uh, we were doing a show with John and Jerry. There a couple times. Oh. Dave has one. I have one. But uh, we were doing a show with John and Jerry Creddy, and oh, I... uh, somebody called in. You know, a caller called in and asked. Uh, question i uh, wanted to know uh how do you tell with hummingbirds we're talking about hummingbirds he said she this guy said uh, how do you tell the difference between a male hummingbird and a female hummingbird and i said well the male's on top <laughs> <laughs> and and uh actually david's <laughs> wife when we got home david's yeah. wife said did you hear what scott said <laughs> And then oh. uh, there was a case with the, uh, the woodpecker. our interview, though, no. with uh, we did the Sir David. Oh, yes, yeah, Sir David Attenborough. With yeah. the emergency broadcast. Oh, man. Yeah, that came on in the middle of our interview with Sir David Attenborough. And, uh, oh. and that was a fun interview. We started off. Scott. He must be great. He oh, is no, just no. the most generous yeah. guy in the world. But uh, we were we were underwriting uh, Life of Birds, which was the so best sure. series that's ever been done on birds. Uh, and uh, so I called over to England and I said, uh, you know, we're underwriting this in, in Denver. Would uh, Sir David care to be on our crappy little radio show? And he and they said, oh, he'd be delighted. Oh, man. So he comes on and Scott starts off the interview by saying, you know, uh, Sir David, uh, my brother David would like to know what's it like being a knight. And he says, well, they just hit you a few times with this whopping yes. big sword. Yes. And then I said, yeah, but when you're out burning, burning, doesn't the shininess and the clanking of the armor scare the birds away? He goes, it is a bit cumbersome, yes. <laughs> I'm glad he acted exactly that way. But and then got, the emergency Yeah, the emergency EIB hits. Right uh, in the middle of the interview, and I, I believe I said the S word right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had, yeah, he said a discouraging word, and yeah. the producer said, yeah. well, first the producer said, I don't think you guys are on, yeah. and you said a oh, discouraging yes, word. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then... The producer said, oh, yeah, you're still on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a way to learn. Yeah. Um, we were talking, uh, we mentioned Lindsay English in the last hour. So I always wondered what would happen, because remember, this is just a test. When you run to EIB, and you had to run to EIB all the time. And there was a, and KOA was the station you were to turn to. And if you remember the old radio dials, there would be like a, a triangle with a circle around it on the dial. That's where you went. When the well-known substance hit the electrical convenience, <laughs> right. you went to that station. Right. So I'm working nights. I'm doing eight, 8 to midnight or 7 to midnight on KHOW. And um, I'm spinning. They had great big spools. Remember, they had spindles with carts and stuff. Down all the way in the bottom, I found the cart that said, this is real. <laughs> I, pl- I didn't play it on the air. I'm going to play it in queue. I wanted to hear what it was. And it was the, the Lindsay English who had this voice that came from a rain barrel, you know, just, uh, and he said, this is not a test. It was the one that yeah. says, yeah. you know, the, the balloon has gone up. Ooh. And I listened to it, and I went, ooh, I hope we never play that one. But yeah. Well, that, where that was, we got into more trouble 
was uh, we recorded that because we wanted to replay it when we're out of town at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited meeting. And, of course, in the recording was EIB, Emergency Broadcast. EIB? Emergency Broadcast. That was was Rush. But the the Emergency Broadcast (laughs) announcement. And they called us, a station called us. This was 760. They chewed us out. Not supposed to do that. Wait a minute. We told you in advance. We were recording this. We wanted to play it. That's big with the feds. Yeah. yeah, they don't like. Yeah, that, they don't do like they? that. No, yeah, but yeah. there like is one whole Orson Welles thing. You know, you got to be careful. It could be a bigger problem today because the feds are much busier with uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> businesses. <laughs> well, I'm, we'll go back to the phones, but I mean, I I wanted to hear what it was like, and I was working nights, and I find it was way down on the bottom. It was like you know, in the back was dust on yeah. it, and everything. Like, Wonder what this, and I slapped it into cart machine, and as you know, you can turn them into queue, and yeah, but you yeah. didn't do it over the air. Oh no, that's my heavens, that's good. That would have been. We got full lines. We go to Bernadette. I love your name. The Minnows are here, Bernadette. Good morning. Thank you. Thanks, Peter, for having them on. Oh, they're Hi, the best. Boys. Hi, Bernadette. Hi, Bernadette. Happy uh, Squirrel Appreciation Day. Oh, it is? Gosh, yes, it is. It. Squirrel yes, Appreciation Day. Well, that's, that's why Peter had us on. He's <laughs> appreciating his squirrels. Or... Well, they, he needs to book you at least once a month just so you know can what? hear your lovely voice. You know again. what? That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. Get to catch up and see what they're doing. Yeah, (laughs) no, with spring coming. But the one that I remember that you and I, the three of us did, um, I had a a, a woodpecker uh, decide that my house was going to be the home of the woodpecker. So we were talking about his pecker. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Uh there there was a moment we got some calls on. (laughs) I said, well, what does he do with his pecker? And the guys just playing it straight. But no, these guys, I'll tell you what. These guys are for real, Bernard, that these are really, really, really decent men. Yeah. You don't have to tell me, Peter. I know them very well. <laughs> Bernadette's been with us a long time. She? She's, yes. she's actually our manager, and she's trying to get us <laughs> she's a spot trying to on our show. <laughs> I'm your booking agent. <laughs> she gave me a, a wonderful book about a squirrel for my grandson, oh, too. Man. So uh, she I heard her, I've heard her make calls to your show. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, Bernadette, good for you. And thanks for being here this morning. And be Thank safe. you very much, you're, Peter. You're Thanks welcome, for having Thank on you. again. You too. We go to Tom. Tom, you're on a radio show. The birds are here. Good morning. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, uh, I just want to pay the brothers one big compliment. They were always courteous and polite with their listeners mm-hmm. and their callers. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, that's, that's why we're here. I mean, if it weren't for... People listening, and I think there are about a dozen of them out there that actually did listen, uh, <laughs> yeah. then then we wouldn't be able to be here. So you know, that's very not, kind of you. Thank not you. only that, Tom, but uh, Peter knows about this. But uh, uh, the thing about David and I being on the radio is that uh, if uh, if somebody got upset with us, they knew where to find us yeah, that afternoon. They'd come to the store. Come to the store. But that wasn't why. We no, just no. thought. That's the way to run our show. We we thought uh, there was enough. Gosh, well, you know, uh, we never had to talk about Monica Lewinsky or anything <laughs> yeah, like just, that. Even though you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it just, uh, you know, we didn't. We didn't want to do this. Well, that's what the show shock jock type stuff. No, no but I, I always thought that was the, the beauty of what you guys were able to do is oh, you opened with the history the history lesson. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all, David. He did a wonderful job of that. And I would be. Getting in the truck, heading out, and I turn it on, and you guys would be, and sometimes I go, no, I'm not too sure, but then I was, come on, you know, and it was fun to listen, and you're always kind, and 
I mean, who doesn't love squirrels like me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wrote all our commercials too, and he did that oh, wow. most amazing squirrel based on the yeah. Dosa Keys ad. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was a riot. Who came, who came up with the jingle? Wild Birds Unlimited. Who did that? That was the franchise. That was okay, the franchise. Okay, all right, yeah. okay. People kept and asking God. me if I was the one singing it, though, constantly. I mean, I didn't know They've who did it. it. I've, I've heard yeah. it for 30 They've years. They've never heard his yeah. singing voice. I guess that was says, it. Hey, what you do with that money? <laughs> to, to, the, to, to Tom, thank you, man. Let's go to it. says, Bob Crow. Bob Crow. That's, that, that's appropriate. Yes, sir. Yes. You're on the air. <laughs> Hi, Jance. How you doing? Jance. Doing great. Hello. Yeah. Doing great. John, you're on the air. Oh. I think they're yeah. talking hey. to you. <laughs> well, I've been listening to Pete since uh, the 80s. And uh, uh, so I've been listening to uh, talk radio has been my life. Unfortunately, I probably wasted a lot of it but <laughs> between him and 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 uh, Berg and everybody else oh, in yeah. between and sure. after. Uh, it's just wonderful. But uh, you bird talk guys, I'll tell you what, I got to say this first, because you've got to say something to my mother-in-law. Now, her husband who passed away and her listen every Saturday. She's 94 years old, right? and I know she's listening right now. Her name is Betty. What's your last and name? You have what's, to, Betty, what's Betty's last name? Han Slip, H-A-N-S-L-I-P. Hey. My father-in-law was a World War II veteran uh, in uh, 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 Japan. Wow. So he passed away a couple of years ago, but... Uh, I know she's listening, and, and I bet she's got the biggest grin on oh. her face. They're going, oh, they're talking about me. That's cool. <laughs> That's she's way the most cool. wonderful, wonderful person, and she listens all the time. I wish you guys were not going, but yeah. I've talked to you a couple of times. You've really straightened me out on a, a, a bunch of things, uh, and uh, I didn't even know what my question was until I <laughs> until I, I thought about it. And I listened to you guys. Oh, man, I, yeah, okay, I'll ask him that. So, Well, Betty... You, you, Betty, you guys are so informative, and, and I'm going to miss you so much. Uh, but you had a, a loyal listener in me and my mother-in-law who uh, is just that's cool, beside Betty. herself on, oh, that's very right kind. now. Well, Betty Hanslip, we want to say thank you so yeah. much for listening to us. Uh, and happy birding. Yeah, happy birding. <laughs> there you go. There and, you go. and I'm going to give her a call once I get off the phone, and boy, I'll tell you what. She'll be chirping like a bird. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Hey, Bob, nice, man. Thank nice. You. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Bubba. Uh, let me do this, you guys. We'll come back and continue. And again, if you just came to the show, uh, it's been a radio morning. First hours, open lines on radio. I'm going to get your thoughts on radio, too. And then these guys are here, and everybody that's in Denver knows, Wild Birds knows the. I Actually, I didn't know that was a franchise jingle, which is cool. And um, Mark Thompson coming up, and we'll do a repeat with Mark. Uh, on our YouTube side, because I do not have the book, and I think we'll be able to have a great radio show on this guy talking about radio, but I love that. Don't bump the record. What an inside (laughs) joke. Um, 710K in U.S., good morning. For an old guy like me, and again, if I hadn't found Dr. McCallum and Cynogenics, it was over a decade ago. You heard me say this before, but I'll say it again. Dr. McCallum saved my life and has kept me healthy ever since. Imagine a world where you're not just another number. Your doctor knows everything about you, spends time to d- discover all what's necessary to get you and keep you going healthy and opt- uh, at the top of the shop. And th- that world exists at Cynogenics Denver. You'll be seen and cared for by the great docs and the staff at Cynogenics and the world's best age management solutions, helping you achieve your, your peak. And then again, cognitive, physical, metabolic health. I turned 80 this year. And 
the guidance and support of Cenogenics. And I didn't know till this morning that Dave rode. I still ski, still ride my motorcycle, go to the gym every day, energy. Life is too short and your health is too precious. you got to trust it to the best. Don't settle for mediocrity, long waits, test results. Call. I'm doing a blood test this Tuesday. Call, to, call and they call you back. Michelle's there. Cenogenic 720-302-2992. Make the call. Get it underway. 720-302-2992. 720-302-2992. Or visit com. They're my friends. They're the best. Dr. McAllen is mine. com. Morning, everybody. It is 1046. It is 14 before the 11. Really a remarkable morning. Fun morning. Saturday, January 21, 2023. Our website is 710knus.com, and then click on Shows, and uh, we just finished a video on YouTube shoot on the shoot with uh, a guy, Tom Mayer, who did a book called Mafia Spies about the CIA and organized crime and the Kennedys. It's brilliant. And then a new column up that I wrote about called A Friend of Bill's about being alcoholic and being in recovery and seeing what happened to that police officer in Aurora. The guys are in the studio. The minnows are here. Back to the phones. Lines are jammed. Let's start with Mike at the top. Mike, you're on a radio show with the guys. Good morning. Thank you. Hi, guys. Uh, hey. Dave, Scott, man. I, it's it's a tricky deal uh, talking to you guys. I got to get up to a Bird of Prey exhibi- exhibition over at uh, one of your stores and got talking with Scott and just had a, a marvelous time having grown up in the national parks and doing a lot of neat stuff around birds. My dad remembering his ornithologist in college, uh, uh, and he's 90 years old now. And so it's just a real special deal and and the history that these guys have created on the radio but i want before you head out uh, peter be sure and ask scott uh, about i i was a little after the bb gun fights but i was right in the middle of stupidity on motorcycles <laughs> so we would ride up over green mountain and oh. overlook bandamir and i oh, talked yeah. to scott extensively about uh, getting out and and running his uh, bike on a, uh, a running track down southern he, uh, on one of the high school running tracks. He came so, in. He came in this morning. He's got a Harley hat on, uh, and uh, I got a Harley sweatshirt on. And I I looked at him. I said, "You ride," and I never knew he rode. And I we've known each other for thirty years, I think. And I never knew you rode. So, now, how many bikes do you have now? I have five bikes now. I've got you know everything from dirt bikes and. Kathy and I kept the little Honda 70 that was my mm-hmm. daughter's when she was little so that we can be the coolest grandparents oh, yeah. when it comes yeah. to that point. But uh, What's the great line? How many is, what, what's too many motorcycles? The, the next perfect. one, right? Yeah. <laughs> one more than the perfect load. Yeah. Hey, let me, coming back to you, do you still ride? Oh, absolutely. What are you riding? I've got, uh, I've had each of the big four and stuff, but uh, we've talked, Peter, on the Vintage Japanese Motorcycle Club locally. In the oh, yeah. Metro area. Yes, I do know and, who you are. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, I've got a big Yamaha Roadstar, so All my right. buddy calls it a Yama Davidson. Yes, we call him that. <laughs> Honda. <laughs> yeah, they call him they call him Honda Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's a Yamaha. Da- I, I told him, no, buddy, I never went over to the dark side. It's a Yamaha. So, uh, but that well, an old SR five hundred. I have that yeah. thing. There's like there's like in bikers we do. There's like guys that say they owned a Honda, and then guys that lie about it. <laughs> I had I had a Honda. I a, we're talking about Triumphs. Dave has a Triumph. I had a Triumph. I had a Bonneville. Loved that bike. Got a Triumph, a Harley, a Husqvarna. Huskies. Uh, the little uh, Yamaha and then uh, uh, the little Honda. Yeah. What Harley do you have? I've got the Switchback. I've got oh, a I 2014 see. Switchback. Yeah. I just like that tiny little frame with a great big engine on uh, it. Uh, that's kind of yeah. like me. Small, yeah. but a lot yeah. of power. you yeah. got to reach yeah. the ground. I, got, yeah, I, I traded mine. I got a deluxe now. I got a, oh, yeah. nice. And it's, 
and it, and I got the trunk put on it and everything like that. And I, and I so I'm standing with, I will not name the person. His name is Kenny Deal. And he said, <laughs> I said, then that, that looks like an old guy's motorcycle. And he kind of looked at me and said, well, you're an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> we will meet. That's a great call. Uh, Mike, thanks, man. Really well done. Thank you. Uh, we'll go to Scott. We're coming up on time. 1049. Scott, you're on a radio show. Good morning. Hey, uh, quickly, I wondered if uh, if these two gentlemen might uh, pull something like you, come out of retirement, and do a Saturday show. I'd share. I'd That's share with them on Saturday. Yeah, I'd share yeah. with them. We, we'd, uh, um, we we I, are always open I, to I, invitation. Uh, just uh, I can't hear I, you. Uh, I will... I owe a fly fishing trip. Um, if I leave my name and number uh, with your producer, then uh, Scott, call me, and uh, I'm going to take him fly fishing this summer. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. I have to put you up on hold. Let me see if I can pull that stunt yeah. off. You Hang on a second. He's already on hold. How quick was that? All right, we go to, we go to John. John, you're on a radio show. The Minnows are here. Good morning. Hello, John. Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Go ahead. Oh wow! I I didn't talk to anybody before I came on. I wanted oh. to just thank, I wanted to thank Scott and Dave for getting me into birding in just a small way in the backyard. So how many people have now been feeding birds and taking care of birds all through the area because of these guys? Wow! It's uh, I've been doing it for years. I love their pro- the products, the no mess blend. The birds love it, um, and it's uh, it's just been a joy. Yeah, I'd say a good six, seven, seven guys at least. <laughs> at least. Uh, but that's so nice. Thank you for saying that. And, uh, you know, isn't it great when you can just take time to observe that beauty around you? It, it just makes your whole day better. Well, it that was the you... thing about you guys. You were like this meditation thing. I'm driving after people were screaming at me for three hours, and I'm going, <laughs> I think these guys are onto something. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've never heard I've never heard the Minnow brothers ever say Trump lost. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you yeah, guys! But, but you know, speaking of uh, motorcycles, I was I was working out at the gym wearing wearing a shirt because yeah. you have to wear a shirt in the gym apparently. Uh, but uh, <laughs> and this guy comes up to me and he looks at me and he goes, "Trump, man, Trump! Hey, great! Uh, yeah. You know, I voted for Trump." And I, I looked at him and I go, "Oh," and yeah. he goes. Your shirt, man, and I looked down and I said, uh, "It says Triumph." <laughs> True story. Yeah, yeah. I got I Triumph shirts. You know. Yeah, I, I, I have a my my hidden away shirt. I have a it says Ed Iskadarian Iskadarian camshafts. And then it says the world's fastest camshaft, and I I have that shirt, and that's my that's a good one. That's my hideout yeah. shirt. Yeah. No Harley shirts. My, my my friends here, Patrice is here this morning. She's wearing her. Her Harley's first Harley shirt. So she's pretty. No, she is pretty. I don't know what she's doing with me, but she's a pretty girl. <laughs> That's a good call. I love this stuff. We we okay now? We're we're coming up on time. Um so after all of these years, what have you learned? Oh uh to keep learning. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, we've learned, uh, you know, uh, I, I like to go back to what Albert Einstein said. He said, the most important question you can ask for yourself is, is the world a friendly place? And I, I think absolutely. Yeah. 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 And we yeah. keep learning that yeah. from people every day, how friendly yeah. a place yeah. this is. Yeah, yeah. I, I learned that uh, another Albert Einstein may be apocryphal, but he said, uh, oh, what do you call it when you do have, do the same thing over and over and Stupid. expect yeah. a different result? Yeah. yeah. I call it practice. Yeah. <laughs> or what he said about um, 
if we fight World War III with what we have, we will fight World War IV with rocks. Mm, yeah. Albert Einstein. Yeah. And Dirt clod fights. We're back to it. Um, i got to read this as we go out. Um, yes, Peter's right. The, the, the Minnow brothers are the Bob Ross of bird watching. Wow. <laughs> Remember the little pine trees. Oh, little yes, happy, yes. Happy, happy clouds. clouds. Happy yeah. clouds. Yeah. So here it is. We got a couple minutes left till we do the turn. What, so what are you going to do? And what's what's life like now? I went through this for two months, and that was enough. I couldn't take it. Yeah. Well, David's the adventurous guy. I'm kind of the uh, catch up with my reading guy. What are you reading uh, now? I'm I'm reading uh, em- Empire of the Summer Sun. Oh, there Sun, you go. It's wonderful. The, uh, yeah. Comanches. Yeah, that, and, and it's fascinating. It's a hell of a book. Reading a bunch of uh, uh, presidential biographies, Good. Grant and and uh, Cleveland and uh, Garfield. So Good. those are fascinating. I'm going to take that trip, the summer motorcycle trip. Kenny Deal, the general, myself. Uh, we have some other people to say they want to go. My my, my ugly brother Tom. We're going to go to to the uh, Little Bighorn. I'm oh, cool. never been cool. there. Yeah, and then cut across and ride into it's Sturgis. Really something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never seen it, and I want yeah. to see it. So. Yeah. So, so what are you doing now? Oh, gosh, uh, traveling. Uh, you know, Kathy and I just got back from uh, scuba diving down in Mexico. Wow. Uh, I love uh, fly fishing, so I, I yeah. spend a lot of time doing that and, and being in nature and, and, you know, doing some volunteer things as well. Good. So, yeah. Well, the door is always open. I mean, I, I was looking forward to this and having you guys have a chance to say, you know, not really goodbye, but we'll be back. Well, we're always excited uh, when we get the invitation. It's you just so nice to be here with you. <laughs> Yep. Please, you made the hour happen. Well. And now, as they say, you know, happy trails to you, and it'll be good. I mean, you'll, you'll come back. You're not going to let this go. No. You know, come on. <laughs> think, <laughs> think of this. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. I, there was a moment, and um, I was on a reading thing, and I, I was with Roy Romer was governor, and Mrs. Romer, B. Romer, was a del- is a delightful, wonderful woman. And we're sitting in this green room ready to go on together, and she said, I have no idea why they care what I think. And I thought, well, how can I relate to that? <laughs> you know, why they want to get mad at me? You know, but, yeah. but Mrs. Romer, who was a, just a gentle woman, just a great woman. I love you both. Thank you, Peter. You will Thank be you, missed Peter. in the lineup, man. And uh, the Minnows, everybody, after how many years now? Uh, 30 years, uh, wow. 32 in business and 30 years with uh, Bird Talk. Well, we'll be uh, always listening to you. It's just the most brilliant spot on the radio. Uh, your spot <laughs> it's fun. is. It, no, it's true. It's interesting. It's a, uh, I just uh, I learn it whenever I listen to you. It's just fascinating. Oh, you're kind. The door is open. Come back. Thank um, you. And we come back on the other side. Speaking of radio and speaking of mean, uh, don't I love the line? Don't bump the record, kid. My adventures with Mark and Brian. Uh, radio is. We were talking about an open lines a little bit this morning about what's happening to radio. This guy's written. He's a legendary disc jockey. I don't have the book, so we'll do a radio show together. I suspect it'll be great, but then I'll get the book, and then we'll do the YouTube shoot together. Maybe it's something we should do. Uh, we do the, the shoot together, the YouTube show, uh, Mark Crowley and I, and with their Kelly Michaels and everybody. Maybe you guys come in and do that. That'd be great. That'd be and fun. then we'll ride, yeah. this, we'll ride the summer together, too. Please. I promise you. Uh, we'll do that. Cool. Wonderful. Okay. Get us out of here. We'll come back. On the other side, I love the line, don't bump the record, kid. My adventures with Mark and Brian. Hang on. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.